0: what time or what place you may be listening in this great big beautiful but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in Or for tuning in again. This is episode number 248. What does it really mean? The Maui fires in Hawaii. Here's some thoughts you won't hear on the six o'clock news. Before I go any further, I just wanted to send a very sincere thank you to my listeners in Germany. Your attention is very much appreciated. Before I go into, well, something that is obviously a very sad story, I want to let you know that I am very angry. But I'm not angry for perhaps the reasons. That you may think. What I'm angry about is basically how this entire story has been twisted. And so, as a consequence of that, I wanted to give you a different perspective. We're talking about the fires that have occurred in Maui. And as of this recording, um, we've had about 80 deaths. And that certainly is not a good thing. And that is first and foremost of what I wanted to say, is that of course this is very bad. Of course this is a tragedy. This is not good. I think anyone with a functioning brain can figure that out. I'm not going to sit here for a moment and say otherwise because it's not. We get it. Got it. That's good. But there are some things that need to be said as far as putting this tragedy in perspective. You see, a century or so ago, when there were things that happened that were reported in the news that were similar in scope in America, and there were many of them, it was put very um, sparingly in the news. And if a town had a tragedy such as a fire, they simply stated what happened, and that was, well, that was pretty much it. They didn't go on and on with other aspects of it. They simply stated what it was, what occurred, and may have said something like, of course, yes, yes. This is terrible, this is a tragedy, and that's about it. That is not the case today. And I'm using this occurrence, this story, to try to illustrate a bigger point. Hopefully, I'll be able to do that, and hopefully... The idea is that you'll get the message that I am not a cold, heartless bastard. But what I'm trying to do is illustrate that there is certainly and definitely something wrong besides the obvious tragedy that occurred. It's important to understand that when you have communities wherever they may be whether they are you know based in the US or abroad and if something like this occurs that it is in fact a tragedy Not going to argue or try to debate that for a moment. But it's when it becomes something else that we bring about another tragedy. And that is the tragedy of simple news and simply something that is put across in a way that we are supposed to be in unending and perpetual misery. We're asking this question. I'm asking this question. Why is there so much endless passion surrounding this, when you look at the conditions as they were, when you analyze the entire situation, namely in this case, a big part of it is, frankly, it's human overcrowding. And then when the conditions come around, that make this situation happen as it did. And you look at it, and you just, everybody wants to commit to this being something that absolutely was not understandable, unforeseeable, is ridiculous because it was completely predictable. And here's a newsflash for you. If you keep producing the same conditions in the same area, regardless of where that area may be, there's a very good probability that it's going to happen again. We're not talking about simply a person and that in and of itself would be terrible, but it happens walking down the street out of the blue and being struck by lightning. And... Understanding that it happens. Because it does. X number of people are struck by lightning per year. You can find it. You can find the averages. It's calculatable. Such is life. At least by my calculations at least half of the people in that area were homeowners. And as homeowners, I'm thinking pretty much maybe the same thing you should be thinking. They probably had homeowners insurance. And... As a consequence, as far as property is concerned, they'll be compensated for that. Now, of course, once again, I'm saying, as far as death and the loss of life, no one but an absolute nihilist, an idiot, would try to, to uh, say anything uh, that is against the loss of life and family and all that. We get it. We get it. We understand that. But this is being put forth as so many things like this are also put forth, is that it is the worst, most unexpected, most incredible, most horrific incident to happen to humanity in all fucking human history. And the fact is, it's not. There have been far, far worse occurrences, and continue to be worse occurrences to loss of life and property on this planet other than this. So, my point is that everything that occurs of this ilk is not cause for a planetary pity party. Yes, we get it. What happened was terrible. And hopefully friends, family, local support systems, what can be done will help them. And they should be helped. But, it is not the end of the fucking world. Now, if you look at what is being put acro- across and put forth um, with the mainstream news media, what you might notice is that that and things like this are put across that way. And it does a huge disservice to human understanding in understanding the frailty of our existence. This can happen just about anywhere. Any kind of incident that happens like this can happen anywhere. And it does. And again, you want to help people. But it's important to understand. Think about this deeply. What does this have to do with your life? If you are not there, or family or friends are not there, what does this have to do with you? and your life. And if you're not friends or family, if you're not someone who was living there who is absolutely directly affected by this, yes, it's sad, it's terrible, but it is nothing to do with your life. It's important to understand that you should not internalize every catastrophe that takes place as though it was something that directly affects your life. It doesn't. In the overall scheme of things, it doesn't. So, you might wonder then if you listen to the news pay close attention to the passion and the emotional aspect that's being put forth on this this whole incident what you'll notice is that there is an endless Um, an application of the emotional that you, apparently, you and I, are supposed to connect with and feel. And um, that is a very, very bad thing. Because the fact is, It doesn't. I have, personally, I have a lot of really bad things in my life, currently. But I don't talk to them with my neighbors. Hell, I don't even talk to it about, you know, with, Friends and family. It's not their problem. It's mine. And it goes back to what I've said many times that, um, you know, your life is your life. Now, in this particular case, those people's individual you know as individuals their lives perhaps is really fucked up or ruined and to a certain extent they share they share that experience collectively okay fine however that is a part of life that we are all subject to. But it is not of any benefit at all. The worst thing that you, which becomes we, can do collectively is have an emotional pity party. Again, Without being specific, there are so many tragedies that were actually printed in papers of terrible things that happened 100, 100, 150 years ago that were still actually put forth. They were in their communities, but it wasn't put across as though it was affected the entire nation. It doesn't, and actually, if you have the courage to be honest about it, it doesn't have a diddly shit shit biscuit to do with your life, and that is something that you don't hear on the news, because that doesn't sell what sells is constant emotionalism and drama and that is what they live on that is what they feast upon can you imagine as an example if you live just you know living in your community and what if all of the people, you know, I've got um, I know, I 20 homes very close to me, let's say, just those 20, just that alone. And what if I had an ear somehow, whether I liked it or not, that it was broadcast to me of all. All of the problems that all of those people had in their life. And I've got to hear about it whether I like it or not. And because, naturally, assuming I'm not a sociopath, that would be enough to overwhelm anyone. And that's just, say, 20 homes in my immediate, you know, neighborhood. So, good fences, as the old saying goes, in my opinion, good fences make good neighbors. And the same thing applies for, um, you know, emotional impact as far as being able to cover and protect yourself. So, yeah, if if it is a situation that warrants, let's say, the government sending emergency aid, okay, fine. Not a problem with that. I'm not going against that. What I'm talking about, and this is with countless issues, I'm just using this particular one at the moment. Whereas everything that occurs has to be your concern. And the fact is, it shouldn't. This has, or 99 point blah, 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 as far as you fucking want to go with this, It has nothing to do with the world. It may be as a consequence of global factors, perhaps, as far as climate, that can, you know, we can argue that ad nauseum. My personal belief, as I've stated many times, in the most simplest terms that I can put across to you is that there are too many fucking people. And had there not been so many homes and so much congestion that when this kind of uh, situation occurred you would not have had the loss that you had simply because there weren't that many people there. But despite the fact that I have, you know, I continue to relentlessly point this out, you never hear a word about it because that doesn't support the system as it currently is set up. For instance, real estate. So of course, that town and the towns within Mali has been ma- maxed out for several years. They can't that uh, I think I believe it was Lahuna, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, they haven't been able to get a building permit because they're maxed out. But then again, I'm of the opinion that what I keep saying is that just because you can, physically can, even if they shouldn't have, but even if they can, even if you can, build, does not mean you should. And this kind of thing, this kind of tragedy that happened, is going to happen again. You know why it's going to happen again? I can I can tell you with complete assurance because whether it takes one or two, three years, when all the dust proverbially settles on the area, they will rebuild. You've got insurance claims that have to be filled out and all that, but it will be refilled and it will pretty much with absolute certainty can fill it back up again as it was before. And then guess what? Statistically speaking, and also bearing in mind climate change, it may be three years, five years, seven years, whatever. The same damn thing is going to happen again. So that's the reason why when we have places where people, for instance, like entire areas that are basically an inverted bowl, such as New Orleans in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, it's an inverted bowl that relies on a whole series of pumps to protect the city. Well, what happened just a few years ago with the complete devastation of the city? Well, it's going to happen again. Why? Because the people, the government, all these people, they live in an absolute state of denial, and so they won't stop living there. So, because of that, this is the situation you have, and this is what not only occurs, but now it's going to occur with greater and greater frequency. And you can bank on it. But what does this mean to the average person? The average person, whether it be throughout the continental U.S. or, for that matter, fucking, you know, worldwide... Well, the further you are away and disconnected, you look at something, they look at something and they say, yeah, that's really bad. But it doesn't because the impact is not the same because that's the way people are. It just is what it is. I get that. I understand that. Intellectually, I can look at it and say, yeah, that's terrible. Also, though, intellectually, I can look at it and say there were too many damn homes there. So, I don't know what you're going to think of this. I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll think I'm the most cold-hearted bastard in the world, I don't know. But my goal, what I am trying to do is to provoke some thought about what we, when I say the collectively, the proverbial we as humanity is how we are structuring our lives where we are choosing to live and how we're choosing to live and having the perspective. And I know I've said this so many times, if anybody would even begin to talk about the issue, the one thing that no one will seriously talk about is overpopulation. And very simply, and very shortly, I will tell you, they won't, for at least two good reasons, they won't talk about population because, and especially this is an American thing or a westernized thing, or let's say a fucking capitalist thing, let's say. But they won't talk about that because the whole system is predicated on growth. That means of actual people, of numbers. That's what it's based on. So in order to have, let's say, economic growth, you have to have growth of people. But there's an inherent problem with that. Think of it differently, just for a moment. The only thing that goes unchecked as, you know, unchecked growth is cancer. And that eventually kills the host, meaning us. So until we address that issue, then we will, with greater and greater frequency have this kind of situation happen. It's not going to go away. You can't you cannot techno your way out of this. And as far as resources are concerned, you can only make something so efficient If you're waiting, for instance, for technology to techno our way out of this, it isn't going to work. To put this, to use perhaps an image of technology in action, once upon a time when we had sailing ships we eventually perfected the technology of sailing ships, and we perfected it to the point where we had the maximum amount of mast on the ship and the maximum amount of sail area. In other words, as far as a um, schooner was concerned, the technology, whatever it is, With every era, with every generation, it gets maxed out. And you simply cannot go beyond those limitations. Then, of course, we went to steam power. When that became available. And repeat the same thing we did everything that we could as far as steam was concerned as far as power or speed or what have you but every technology everything it gets maxed out and just saying or thinking or believing that technology is going to save us no it's not because it has limits And there is no difference between that and the number of people safely and comfortably. has to be both. Safely and comfortably that you can put in a certain area, in a certain amount of space. Because if you exceed that, then you have a situation that ends up being tragic such as what has taken place in maui hawaii because the weather that occurred and the extremely high winds that fanned the flames and of course What did the people want to do? Well, they wanted to get the hell out of there. They wanted to escape. But they couldn't. Many of them couldn't simply because the roads didn't have the capacity for them to do that. So that's what I'm trying to say here. What is the true tragedy of this? Our... Situations that simply are not planned out, they're not thought out. And part of this, in turn, is that within the system that we have, we absolutely refuse to recognize its limitations. And it has, like any technology, which is what it is. It has limitations. And the sad truth is, you ignore those limitations to your own peril. Take care. I'm going to tell you the reason why you said listen to the Ernest Man Show. When you're constantly being told what you should think, and what you should feel about any given subject that happens to be in the 6 o'clock news by people who have absolutely nothing in common with you. These people, regardless if they're supposed to be on the right or on the left, have absolutely no dog in the fight between what is actually true and isn't they are simply very well paid mouthpieces that in reality could really give a shit biscuit less about what really concerns you in your life now i have to admit i may not speak as eloquently or professionally as those folks but at least i try to tell the truth as i see it anyway and that because you value truth more than bullshit is why you should listen to the Earnest Man Show.